Hello and welcome to Triforce Trends, the podcast where I talk about all things Zelda. If you enjoy the content, please support me by subscribing to the show on whichever app you're listening on. And please don't forget to check out the YouTube channel by searching Triforce Trends. The champions of Hyrule as seen in Breath of the Wild were a pretty new concept for the series. We'd seen people in similar positions before, the sages come to mind, but having champions that fight alongside Link over the course of the game was a great idea. Of course, they couldn't fight with Link outside of cutscenes down to when the main gameplay takes place, but they were still interesting nonetheless. Each race in the kingdom had one individual who won the title of the champion of their respective race. Rivali won the title of the champion of the Rito, and through further extension, the bow and arrow, speed, and air traversal. Obosa won the title of the champion of the Gerudo, a fearless warrior, just as speedy as Rivali in the air, along with being able to summon a lightning bolt at will to strike down on any foes that may stand in her way. Daruk won the title of the champion of the Gorons. Even for as clumsy and lovable as most Gorons are, Daruk probably takes the cake. Along with this, he also holds the title of being the best heavy weapon wielder throughout the whole of the land and is the number one person to look towards if you need protection, being able to tank an entire attack if he needs to. Finally, but not least, Mifa was chosen as the champion of the Zora, likely due to her movements in water when using a spear, and also down to her immense ability to be able to heal any person she wants all the way back to full health or more making her one of the best support characters in any game ever. These were all of the aspects that made the champion so enthralling, but of course, before the events of the main game, they died to the hands of the Calamity. Today, I want to explore whether or not the champion should return in Breath of the Wild 2. Heck, it doesn't even have to be the original champions, but I'll also be discussing the new champions established with the story of Breath of the Wild, and if they should make an appearance to honour their races in the next game, and even more sets of champions. But before we get into it, I'd appreciate it if you could subscribe since only 16% of people watching right now are subbed. But now let's talk about the champions in the next game, whether they should return, and what their role could be if they do return. But as I like to do, let's first discuss their roles in the original game. They were basically the main characters of the story alongside Zelda. You never see them while playing, not even once, but their presence is felt thoroughly throughout the entirety of the land of Hyrule. When you enter a new town or a village in Breath of the Wild with just a couple of outliers, you're greeted usually pretty quickly by somebody talking about the champion that fell a hundred years ago that used to protect their land. In some cases, like in Kakariko and Hitano Village, people from 100 years ago are actually still alive to tell Link of his own story. These champions and their complete grasp of the land and what little hope the residents have left make up a bulk of the atmosphere that's seen in Breath of the Wild, and I think it was one of the few things story-wise that I thought the game did really well. Knowing that people in each village still remember these champions 100 years after the battle with Calamity is really heartwarming. Especially when you actually get to know some of the champions throughout the course of your journey through cutscenes and memories. Rivali is an uptight fool, but there's a reason as to how he talks to Link and how he presents himself. He truly might be the best champion when it comes down to it, and he's definitely spent a lot of time honing in on what he's good at and progressively getting even better at just that. Even in death, Rivali isn't the nicest, but he finally gives in and realises that Link just might be the better of the two. And while there isn't the biggest character arc ever, his personality easily makes him one of the most memorable of these champions. Daruk is a dumb oaf, but he has a huge heart and muscles to go along with that, and truly cares about the hero who carries the sword. Mifa creates an interesting dynamic in the shape of a love triangle for the hero of Wilds. She has some really nice cutscenes with the hero, but little else really. Overall, I thought Mifa was a little underused to be honest, but it was cool to listen in on some of the hero's childhood through little cutscene snippets that we got from Mifa. 
Urbosa has always just been a badass, plain and simple. She's a mother figure for Zelda and does a very good job at maintaining that role, whilst also being probably the coolest champion out of the other four races. So to clear up on the original champions, they were a huge part of the personality of the last game's story, making up for a silent protagonist and giving us dialogue. Though I will say, Link being a silent protagonist was done much better this time round, but that's a topic for another week. Personally, I don't think it'll be right for the original champions to come back unless we're going back in time though. I think they had a nice send-off along with the king at the end of the last game, and to be honest, that's enough for me personally. Now let's get on to the new champions. Teba or Tiba, Yonobo, Riju, and Sidon. This feels more likely to me. Each one of them had their opportunity to shine over the course of Breath of the Wild. Some took their chance much better than others, but at the end of the day, they are the brand new champions of Hyrule. Are they really needed after the credits roll in the original game as far as the rest of Hyrule know? Definitely not, but we know that another game is coming, and it only makes sense to bring pre-established characters back, plus they've yet to be officially named the new champions of Hyrule, so that would probably complete some of their character arcs. Especially in Yonobo's case, he's a bumbling idiot now, even after helping to defeat a divine beast, so it'd be really cool if you could see his arc closed out. Plus, just seeing characters being directly translated from a past Zelda game is something that happens very rarely in the series but I think it would work amazingly in this case. These characters are descendants of the great champions. If anyone should have a good chance at coming back in the next game, these guys and girl are absolutely at the top of my list. They still have some character development to go, and if we're going to see a different period of time or something like that for half of the game, while the other half is set in a normal time period, then I'm expecting they will be at least featured in some way. Even if it's just to see them and quickly talk to them over the course of the game, since there's a chance that the present day Hyrule doesn't know of the trouble that they might be in. Now, since we're on the topic of going back in time, I think that there's also one more set of champions that we could see depending on the frame of time that we're going back into. If we go back 100 years ago, which seems very unlikely given interviews for Age of Calamity where Dev said that this was the only time we'll be going back to this time period, then we could see the original champions kicking as usual. Though if we're going even further back in time, say back 10,000 years ago, then we might just see one final set of champions. The Hylians and the Sheikah couldn't have been the only ones that wanted to do something about Ganon. The only thing going against that is the fact that 10,000 years ago the other races may have been away from the land for a while but I also find that very hard to believe. So I think that if we're going back to that time period, or at least around that time period, then we could bring together yet another set of champions with different and unique abilities. Maybe instead of the same races from Breath of the Wild though, there could be some different sets. I'm not sure how much sense it would make lore-wise, but it would make for a more varied set of characters at least. A Minish champion, a Zonai champion, a Korok champion, a Twilight champion. There could be any manner of different champions and they would be all really cool to explore. Not to mention, if you beat the game with the full help of all of these champions, then the tapestry from the Impa dialogue at the start of the first game could transform, showing the four champions that Link gathered to help fight the Calamity once and for all 10,000 whole years ago. Maybe we could see this in a final cutscene. Overall, this would prevent thousands of years of dread for the kingdom, so it's something that is definitely not off the cards. Here are some people's answers as to whether or not they think all the champions will come back in Breath of the Wild 2 and how they might. Go and follow my Twitter, at TriforceTrends, to be in with the chance of being here in the next video. Thank you for the answers, guys. Now thank you for listening to that episode, if you enjoyed it please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode, and don't forget to check out my YouTube channel of course, there's loads of Zelda content waiting for you, just search Triforce Trends. Thank you for listening.